0: Populist podcast is brought to you by three childhood friends who like talking about politics, religion, philosophy, and more. They'd like to invite you, the listener, to join the conversation. So if you'd like to be a part of the show or just have a topic you'd like them to discuss, email them at populistpod gmail.com.
1: Welcome to the Populist Podcast. This is a show where we talk politics, religion, and much, much more. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't, but in the spirit of civil discourse, we welcome you in. And as always, I, Mark, am here joined with my friends, Jason and Justin. Fellas, how are we doing tonight? Good to see you again. Doing great. Excellent. The weather is turning up north here. Things are starting to change. Puts everybody in a better mood. I know where I'm at, and that feels good. Uh, we like to start our show uh, reminding you one thing. You can hit us up at populistpod at gmail.com with questions, comments, topic ideas, concerns, any bullshit you want to throw our way. We'll take it in, and we would appreciate that. But we also like to start our show by going around the room and sharing what are we drinking tonight, guys. Justin, you've traditionally gone first here. Me? You're <laughs> real excited right. tonight. Here we go.
0: That's a good one. That's well, a good one in my opinion. It's a double... Double Grid uh, IPA. It's uh, Citra and Mosaic Hops. Double India Pale Ale uh, by Hop Butcher. Anyway, it's a really, really good beer. Highly, highly rated. I've never had it, so I'm having it with all of you right now. So, cheers.
1: There we go. First drink. I love it. Jason, nice. how about you? you got an interesting mug here tonight. Oh, I got my, my
2: old school A&W root beer mug. Yes. Partially because this looked like root beer. But I'm drinking a Founders Porter... Um, it's good. I I'm still trying to figure out what I, I'm I'm one of those people that just will drink anything. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to figure out what I like the most and I'm starting to get to the point where I think I like porters the most. Okay. And this is this is really good.
1: And if you're from where we're from, him holding that up right now, childhood memories are flowing through your blood. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. I Absolutely. Can, I can picture Mr. Nadler pouring one of those fat <laughs> of bitches.
2: Yep. I used to I, buy their their pizza burgers were delicious. Oh god, don't, don't We we that. have one open up we have an AW that opened up like a mile from our house. Oh god, that's yep. trouble. Yeah. Old school.
1: Oh. I love it. I have to be boring, guys. I yesterday afternoon a little tummy issue kicked in, so I'm just trying to suck down water and get sleep. I don't wanna I don't wanna get anything or give anything, so I'm boring tonight. But I will drink in spirit with you.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I'm gonna ship you some uh something. So we can uh, have something different for you, so you can get some sponsors. Anywhere. And I can
1: give you an honest opinion on
0: this beer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Hey, hey, any shipments? Yeah, I got I get shipments from my buddy in Minnesota. With have you guys ever had um, these seltzers that are infused with a particular chemical?
0: <laughs> no. no, I've heard of them. Oh. No. no, yes, with T N T in them or something like quite, that.
1: They're quite interesting. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. No. Jason, I'm we'll get you one, though. okay? Yes. We, anyway, um, on to a more serious topic, but uh, something that we thought we could start the show with, and Jason's going to take it away here after this little stat line that I want you to hear. Um, there have been 43 mass shootings since our last episode. 72 people dead, 151 wounded.
2: Yeah, we, 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 we wanted to just have a short little snippet each week to talk about how often mass shootings happen. And we, uh, so mass shootings, there's, there's a couple different archives that, that have this. And the definition for most of them is basically four or less or four, I'm sorry, four or more people who are shot, um, during the incident. So in, in like Mark was saying, there's 43 mass shootings since the last time that we, the three of us got together, which was, I think, uh, April, uh, April 26th, I think is the last time. So just less than two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, 43 fucking mass shootings. Um, 72 dead. That's too much. So all we want to do is just talk about it. Not not to be uh, partisan hacks or anything, but just to be like, this is a fact. And this is something that we, I think, need to address.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, uh, as Jason mentioned, this is just the definition is simply four or more people are shot. So that could be literally anything. So this is not a a bias mm-hmm. take or anything like that. We're all at least I'm pro second amendment, but this is this is not necessarily a pushing an agenda, but it's just too many people dying and I just think something is wrong. And that's at least from my individual perspective. That that's really my stance is that Something needs to change if it's mental health or whatever it is, but we just, we can't let this keep happening. That's my it, stance.
2: This can be school shootings. It can be the mall shootings that, that have happened recently. It can be, you know, gang related. It can be any of the above, any, anything, as long as there was four or more people that were act- actively hit by a bullet, which just, it's, it's a fucked up stat. And that's yeah, so, something I think that we want to them. talk about. And
1: it, it, it just becomes this, you know, this cycle that you, you, you think about, too. It's like, yes, we can sit here and say that's too much. And something is wrong, obviously, within the system. But, it, I mean, it's just nothing ever. Like, I wonder what is the rock bottom? Yeah. Like, what's going to get the, I mean, if the attention isn't there now, for Christ's sake, like, wh- wh- what is the rock bottom that's going to say Oh my gosh, we do have to change something. I feel like that's already happened multiple times.
2: I mean, the sad thing is is the the general consensus uh like on both Republican yeah. and Democrats, it's the majority on both support, you know, gun regulations, but the politicians aren't doing it right now. So it's it's, it's something that I think, you know, needs to be addressed and we need to make the politicians listen to the people. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, more updates on that as the weeks roll on. I'm sure that won't be great news. But anyway, we uh, get into and scour the, the dwellings of Reddit here. Uh, we'll start on the liberal side of things. I find this one um, interesting. It says the conservative crusade against no-fault divorce. Stephen Crowder is part of a growing right-wing chorus calling for an end to modern divorce laws. So that being a headline just by itself, I mean, I kind of almost giggled a little bit, like, I'm like, come on, seriously. And I start thinking, well, nothing in today's political climate necessarily is surprising to me, I wouldn't say. Um, And it continues on with a little background here, guys. Uh, If policymakers adopt more restrictive divorce laws, it could make it harder or even impossible for people to get divorced, especially if they don't meet the criteria for a fault-based divorce. In Texas, there have been several attempts to restrict or abolish no-fault divorce laws, and in 2017, a state representative proposed a bill that would have required couples to provide evidence of fault in order to get divorced, but the bill failed to pass. In 2019, another lawmaker introduced a bill that would have eliminated no-fault divorce altogether, but the bill did not make it out of committee. Is yeah. this, this a religious thing again?
0: so i think i added this one it wasn't it was a high rated or a highly upvoted uh topic on the liberal subreddit which is is very very biased or on the slash politics actually it shouldn't be biased but it is very biased mm-hmm. um i actually am not that familiar with steven Crowder jason you right away knew that he was going through this so you've kept up on it better than me but he's going through a divorce apparently yeah and his wife wanted a divorce and he's Fighting it, basically saying something like, and let me see if I can bring it up. So Crowder's going
1: through a divorce, and yeah, stands on a side calling for an end to the modern divorce laws. He
2: he was basically saying as as so he's got his own podcast or his own show, right, where he he gets on and he talks, Um, and during the conversation of of him explaining what was going on in his personal life he was saying how according to the laws of texas she can choose to just leave him without his say um yeah. and it, <laughs> yeah, no shit right right and he he made it sound like that was this this crazy idea um and and so now a lot of and this is not because of this but it's just more of the the agenda that the right is pushing is is trying to control in my opinion control women a little bit and yep. and make it so they can't just leave The husband without his input um and and that's kind of what he's what what he's talking about anyway and and bills have been uh submitted i don't know if anything's made traction with it but to be able to um just i don't require both inputs on on the divorce go ahead justin
0: yeah so I I don't like posting things. I think both sides have some crazy people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Left and the right both have some crazy people. So I don't like talking about things where it's just one really loud person saying something completely ridiculous. Um and maybe that's what this is. Maybe nobody else on the right actually agrees with this and in oh, fact I bill, hope not. Bills have been submitted. I well that's why I brought it up. I did the research and bills have been submitted, they haven't passed. So again, I hope most of the the constituent the voters on the right are against this. I, I I hope I at least I choose to believe. Basically, yeah, he said, quote, My then wife decided that she didn't want to be married anymore and in the state of Texas that is completely permitted. <laughs> like yeah. no shit is permitted. I, that's yeah. I mean that's completely insane. He so he went on to say and and not a quote, I, I could go down, but he basically said like he didn't do anything wrong. Like nobody cheated on anyone and maybe that's true. But that's not a requirement to get a divorce. If you're not happy anymore right you know ideals are different you know your way of life the way you look at the world is different like you don't have to be married anymore so um and bills have tried to been passed in in texas both of them at least the ones i found so i sincerely hope nobody else (laughs) supports this but i I don't see how absurd
1: i don't see how this could gain traction really how i mean come on jason
2: how so there's a video out there of him speaking to his eight-month pregnant wife and he is that guy that's that guy yeah oh my you god
1: that? i did see that
2: that's steven crowder he's he's manipulative <laughs> he's emotionally abusive it's 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 hard to watch i think for you know most yeah. most people anyway um the the amount of condescension condescension that he's throwing at her and she's doing everything she can to just make sure that he's not gonna flip out um it's it's hard to watch uh and that's that's that guy anyway
1: I did not. I, I saw that video and read a little bit. I didn't think too much. I was like, oh, another dipshit. And I didn't realize he was in the business of what he's in the business of. And it's like, okay, here's the video. There's my fault. Now there's the divorce. Fucking go away.
2: He's he, he he even said something about, um, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, so I don't remember exactly what he said. But it was something about um, her doing her, her like her wifely duties or something like that. Mm. It's like, I don't, he doesn't re- this is my take from it. And this this could be wrong. But my take is that he doesn't respect her as a human. He respects her as an object of his um, yeah. almost ownership. Like she owes him something in the relationship, you know. Um, And it's just it's it's sickening to me.
1: I don't know what positives like, you know, if we're doing like pro con lists of like what positives <laughs> would come out of some yeah. law like this. I can't find one. But it's, I, it's I, if it's it getting back... pass, I could see a lot of negatives
2: to to the women. Yeah, yeah. it's it's getting back to you know the nineteen what forties fifties whenever like sure. it, there was like the 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 no fault divorce thing is a in, in American history it's a relatively new uh, uh, I don't know law or whatever it's a relatively mm-hmm. new thing um, and getting back to that just gives you know men more control over right. their household. Instead of instead of being a partnership, which yep. is obviously in so, our opinion wrong.
0: Sorry, just so some background. Um, so the no fault divorce law first went into effect in California in nineteen well it passed in nineteen seventy went in it went to Congress in nineteen sixty nine, and then Reagan, I don't know when, uh, Reagan signed the nation's first no fault divorce bill, which came to a federal level. So before that, the divorce like frequency or you know the, the the rates were pretty low relatively speaking yeah. and now we're at what 50 percent, 55 percent, or something like that I'm, i make i don't know that that's an actual it's between numbers, 45
1: and 55 yeah
0: right so and it went up drastically after that so i think some conservatives the the like actual for the word conservative that that want to maintain old you know settings or old you know standards want that back to be you know very very low Divorce rate. Um, I don't agree with it at all. So <laughs> anyway, what, that's kind of the grounding.
2: What is it um, like? What's the end result? Is it just? Is it the fact that the 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 divorce rate goes down? Is it? I mean, that you could look Maybe. at that as a good thing. Um, but if if people are unhappy and they're forced into being in a marriage, obviously that's not yeah. a good thing. Like I I don't understand what the mindset is behind this. You know, anyone it's that supports to, this,
1: it, it allows for the unnecessary terrible increase in misogyny in a lot of people's minds that whether they blindly are thinking that or outwardly thinking it it's pathetic
2: i mean i would i would love to hear if there's if there's somebody listening who has an opposing viewpoint i'd love to hear you know what the rationale is behind supporting something like this cuz it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me
1: I know like you try to always dream up like I don't know myself as a thinker when I see something even a little bit outrageous I try to think up okay well obviously I disagree with that but what could the positives be what could someone thinking obviously it can't be so surface level as the the divorce rate looks better when it's lower narrative I don't I don't know if I get that or buy that to some people like Justin saying it probably is a little badge of honor like here in America we you know whatever bullshit you want to spew But it's hard to come up with i think you just forcing women to be in terrible relationships for longer than they ever should be
2: i I wonder if so the three of us being a religious you know um i think we would all three identify at least i would identify as an atheist um i wonder if a part of it is the fact that the 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 um procreation rate is going down in america and worldwide right and if you can keep a family dynamic together, husband and wife together, I wonder if if that would you know enhance uh, the the procreation rate. I wonder if that's a part of it. If it's, it's more of a religious thing than it is a respect towards your partner thing? Mm. I don't know. Like, I'd I'd be very curious to talk to somebody who who supports this.
1: Well, I'm sure someone, and Justin, we'll get to you in a second, but I'm sure to that point, someone would throw the statistics out there about, you know, children raised in traditional homes and on and on and on about that and success rates or like whatever, violence rates and things like that. I mean, you can mince up the data however really you think about it, but I just have a hard time finding much positive coming out of here. Justin? agreed.
0: Yeah. Well, I agree. So, my significant other molly is divorced with two children from her previous marriage and it, it, there was no fault in that marriage nobody cheated on anyone there was nothing wrong it was a there's they're still like best friends and i and i love him too he's one of my closest friends now too or her ex-husband is um so my whole life would be different right now if this was in effect so i feel mm-hmm. strongly about this one for sure um Jason you touched on procreation rate and stuff and I think that needs to be a topic for one of these episodes cuz it's very 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 obvious why procreation rate is going down in America like there's no question about why it's going down in America um so I think it has nothing to do with this in my opinion hmm.
2: don't tease what you, what is it
0: i mean so in the you know 60s 70s whatever even 80s a single house single worker household could afford to live and buy a house and, and take care of their family and stuff. So if one person was constantly staying home with their children right now, I mean, I can only speak for us. We're spending $2,500 a month on daycare, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that we're doing it affordably where we're at very, very affordably. I know people spending much, 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 much more twice that. Oh, I know people are spending much, much more than that in Manhattan, you know, but probably, quite different but mm. the cost of raising a family the cost of children is astronomical now not to mention the cost of homes the cost of tuition the cost of uh health um everything is so different than it was in the 70s and 50s 60s 70s and 80s people back then had it so fucking easy it's unbelievable and they try to compare it to today so mm-hmm. it's it's outrageous and it's most people can't afford children
1: i i, I and I, I like that point justin that's interesting when you talk about the financial because it always comes into play i was almost almost thinking you were going to say it. people now are allowed to make more choices for themselves in a way right like you could talk about it from the simple aspect of um i just don't want to have kids and whether that's a financial reason or whether whatever i mean it could be a million different reasons but back in the day that was so frowned upon that you wouldn't dare yep. right you wouldn't dare as you know a, a small community white guy white girl move in together you you have to have kids you had to yep. and that was yeah, just that but also yeah like the the traditional isn't so much so the bible anymore
0: and i don't think that's a bad thing no i 100 agree i think that's a really interesting take too I do think the money is the bigger impact. Yeah. Probably. But I do think the people that have a choice and not being frowned upon by society, parents, right. grandparents, whoever, is, is definitely a factor. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I do think that's a good topic for some weeks. Yeah, for sure. Okay, here we go.
1: Now in liberal side of or conservative side of things on the Reddit life. Uh AOC and is that gates? Yeah. Matt Gates, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Team up to introduce bipartisan ban on stock trading in Congress. Okay, the bill if passed would prohibit members of Congress, their spouses and their dependents from trading in stocks and making financial investments. Interesting. This has come up before, I believe in our conversations with regard to the- certain people abusing this, is that right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm just playing catch up a little bit. I don't necessarily have a lot of thoughts on this as a headline, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on: Is that a good thing? Is that not a good thing? Because we've kind of, like I said, brought up moments where ooh, some fishy stuff is going on in the background, and could this be a good thing, or are there more layers than we realize?
0: Justin, yeah. go ahead. It's. I think it's a great thing. This is just my take. Okay. So AOC. Is far far left, like radical left. Some people would call her. I don't, but some people on the right call her radical left. And then Matt Gates, I w- I would say is radical right. Like they're so far opposite. The fact that they can come together on something, which there are so many topics that are bi- that are bipartisan. I think marijuana legalization is another one. If we could get people on both sides to say yeah. we have a lot in common, let's join together and do this. Great for us. Um, to make it even better. If you read the bill, which I did, it's 10 pages. There is no fluff. There is no bullshit in there. There's no other agenda on either side. It is literally only about this. And what it does, as you just mentioned, is, and it's not perfect, but would prohibit members of Congress, their spouses, and their dependents from trading stocks and making financial investments. So, sure, you could talk to your, your parents, maybe. You could right. talk to your best friend, your neighbor that you trust, whatever. It's still going to happen, but it's a great first step. Um, and the fact that two people so shockingly opposite can come together on this, I think is just fantastic for the country.
1: I, I think, too, like that maybe that is the point. It's the optics. It's look, look at this. This can't happen. And, and maybe the bill passes. Maybe it doesn't. But just even the attempt to go through the due process to try and, and show that when you look at the two different histories of those people and their agreeing and trying to come together i think the optics of it are where we would love to be right in general
0: yep and anyone who votes no should be primary next election cycle they (laughs) need to be voted the hell out um and i hope people pay attention because this is good for the citizens this is good for america Mm -hmm. bad for the politicians So the fact that these two i actually gained respect for him
2: yeah this is the enigma with with matt gates um there was a documentary on I don't remember if it was Netflix or HBO or what, but it was called, I think, The Swamp. Um, and in it, they follow they follow him and I think Ro Khanna out of California, <clears throat> where those two who are like Ro Khanna is very left leaning, uh, progressive, and Matt Gates is is right leaning. Um, and they follow them. Through, I don't remember exactly what the topic was, uh, but the the fact that Matt Gates will worth Ro Khanna on something that in is something that I support. Meaning, I would support Rokana in it, and so Matt Gates coming across the aisle to do it is pretty freaking awesome. Um, and him doing this with AOC, especially because both of them are very polarizing for the opposite yeah. side, um, to to come together and and hopefully raise awareness for the fact that this is a big deal, people. You know, like these are politicians that are abusing, you know, their their uh, their jobs and literally stealing money. <laughs> Um, so the fact that both of them are willing to cross the, the crazy bullshit partisan politic, uh, line and, and fight for something together is incredible. Um, and yeah, this is something I, I wholly support and needs to happen. And I'm hoping that there's enough support for it. And if it doesn't get happened in this time, the younger generation, I think are seeing what's happening. And if it doesn't happen in this, um, Congress, it'll happen in the next Congress or the next Congress. Like it's, it's it's coming soon um it's just this is really exciting to see that they're hopefully you know fighting for I, the people
1: i also think it's a genius chess move for both of them agreed you know what i mean yep in the eyes and again to come back to the optics of it it just looks like what we're all not all but a lot of us are craving in that bipartisanship that just continues to drive us far apart and all that these two sat down with the champagne and some caviar and said, we got to fucking do something. Even if it fails, it's going to look good on both our asses. So I worry a little bit about that being the driving force, but who knows? What's
2: well, it's, it's, it's your, funny. I mean... Sorry. R- really quick, Justin. Sorry. Um, uh, it, It's funny to see how much they will talk shit about each other, like not each other, but just the, each side like the left will talk shit about the right and the right will talk shit about the left but when it comes down to it like when mccarthy kevin mccarthy was going through the house trying to win the house speakership uh you you saw a video of i think it was matt gates talking to aoc or is aoc talking to somebody um and like they're willing to talk to each other mm-hmm. and so the the amount of vitriol that's out there is it's it's part of the tv show that we're watching you know like yeah. they do it deliberately to so so them coming together for something like this is I I don't think it's a big deal in government. It's just we decided to turn it into a a game show, which it yeah. shouldn't be.
0: Yep. I agree with you. Even if it is for show, like who cares? It's good for America. Yeah. yeah. Um the other thing I was gonna mention, we talked last week, I, I think it was last week about direct democracy. So this is one of those things that I believe the older generation, uh, so yes, I agree with Jason, you said the younger generation is going to continue to support this more and more, and hopefully it'll pass someday. But even the older generation, at least the voters, support this. Like, there's no reason, literally no reason not to. I believe every person listening to this is going to say, fuck yes, this is great news. You know, fuck AOC or fuck Matt Gates. This is yeah. great, you know, right. depending what which side they're on. I believe that's every single listener to this will say. Or 99%. Um, but the problem is we're not a demo- – I don't know if this is a problem, but we're not a direct democracy, so the voters don't get a say in this. This is will the politicians vote yes on this, right? And they're not incentivized to. Right. So I hope the voters will pay attention to the ones that say no and say you need to get the hell out because you did not represent me even though you may or may not be mm-hmm. you know, on my side. You did not represent me because the vast majority of America wants this.
1: Who doesn't? The people that are doing the shady shit. The politicians.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly. We'll get their asses out of there. That's
1: how we hope so. do things, just right?
0: Pay, we need to pay attention and vote in every just vote always. Yeah. Not just for presidential.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Some other topics, fellas, we can dive into here tonight. Um, primary topics first off include uh president biden caught with crib notes detailing reporters question prior to calling on her during a press conference okay biden was caught using a cheat sheet during a press conference the cheat sheet had a pre-written question from an la times journalist the incident has sparked criticism from critics who believe that the president's reliance on cheat sheets is an indication of concerns about his mental acuity, this is not the first time that Biden has been caught using cheat sheets during public appearances. I feel like that. Uh, isn't this kind of normal? Or not? Sadly, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that. Uh, okay, that. I mean, teleprompters, cheat sheets, whatever. I feel like that is constantly happening. I'm not, I don't get the story here. So because I think people want to call make sure he's old and dumb and can't do anything. Right.
2: I think, I think part of it is it, it looks like the, the questions are pre-screened Jesus Christ, pre-screened, <laughs> 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 pre-screened. Right. So it it almost looks like the, the questions that he's getting, like he, he knows the answer to, so he's, he's, he's ready to go through it. Um, Okay, so my my take on this, and this this could be wrong, and I'm I'm happy to be proven wrong on this. But a, it's not a great look. I think I think our presidents should be able to be quick on their toes, and they should be able to um, answer anything that's thrown at them. Um, and this doesn't appear that he's he's prepared for that. So that there's that. Um, he's fucking two hundred and twelve years old, and old people forget shit, you know. Um, so. He, he has a team (laughs) devoted towards, you know, giving him the information that he needs. And these, these reporters are relentless in what they want to ask. So they're asking it before the actual interview before the, the press conference. So the, his team knows what is down, you know, what, what questions are coming. Mm. So his team puts together a cheat sheet for him to be able to answer, uh, you know, uh, summarizations of what, what they're going for. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. I think most people are, are used to this. I, I hate that the presidents are, are supposed to be like the gods of the country. They are not supposed to be, they're supposed to be the people that choose the team that make the decisions for the country, but Biden and Trump and Obama and Clinton and Bush. And like, none of them are supposed to be like the gods of the country. They're just supposed to be the smart people in the room that can put together a team that can do the work for the country. And so Biden's not going to be an expert on all of this. He's not going to be, and especially at, at his age, um, he's he's not supposed to be the guy that knows everything, but he's at least supposed to be able to be the representative of the change that is happening as we go forward. Um, so anyway, all that stuff being said, they talked to, uh, I think it was the LA, LA Times, hang on. Um, yeah. Yeah, the LA Times. The LA Times is the the person the the uh, the news organization in question that was on the on the cheat sheet that we all saw a photo of, and they said that they did not submit any questions in advance, so Biden didn't know 100 percent that it was coming, um, but his team was smart enough to know yeah. what the question was just based on the fact that they've been kind of poking at this for the last couple of weeks, you know? Mm. So it's just, this is just, in my opinion, good civic, you know, um, is just, it's just good on his team to kind of know what was coming down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be fine with this. If, if Trump had a cheat sheet, fucking, I don't care. As long as he can answer the question in an empathetic matter, matter, like, cool.
1: Which he cannot.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, if that's the case and they didn't give the questions out ahead of time, then I, I think I agree with you. If there's some political agenda, like, you know, this was came came from some left-leaning journalist or whatever, they want to make him look good and they give him the questions ahead of time. And that's if that's what took place, I don't like it at all. Left or right, I don't care. I, I don't like that at all. It's, it just plays into this whole political agenda on both sides. And it makes us, the voters... Like people are gonna fall for it and it just it's it's playing the system and I don't like it at all. But yeah. if it was just his team doing a good job prepping him, then yeah, there's nothing to be upset about. I don't know that we'll ever know. That's true. I mean yeah.
2: the LA Times said that they did not submit questions well, in advance.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't know if they're left it, leaning or right now. How hard leaning. is it to lie? <laughs> yeah, left, I don't either.
2: I, I would I would love it if it was hundred percent free for all, honestly. Um but if it's I mean, I just I don't think we're we live in that world, you know? No.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, Biden. He's always getting a hard time. He got he got a little nasty though last week, didn't he? was he making some comments at some dinner or some shit?
2: He did the the what were they uh, calling it? Was him? it the the press, I know talk, yeah. Yeah, the press, uh I don't remember what it's called. He's but Roy Ray, Ray either Woods either Jr. Your... <laughs> he said one who
1: Either you're drunk or you're uh, what's her name? Was it Marjorie Green Taylor? I think.
2: Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah, yeah,
1: Taylor Green. They were calling him Dark Biden <laughs> with his jokes. I think that's funny. Picture of like old guy sitting on the recliner, wiping his boogers on the bottom of his shoe.
2: <laughs> God, it's funny. They they make Dark Brandon out to be like this this really awesome thing. Yeah, but it's he's still just in. I don't know, like. He's not, he he, he tries to be, (laughs) but he's, he's just not, it's, I don't know. I, I wish, I wish he would just step back and, and do his job without having to get to the vitriolic side of things. But he's almost, it's, it's uh, politics today is more about um, becoming a meme really, or becoming in, in the zeitgeist. And I, I just wish he would, I wish he would just put his nose, his head down and just get the job done instead of becoming dark Brandon, you know, and he's turning in, he's he's like the left version of Trump in a really minor way. And I don't like that. I just wish he would just sit down and do his job.
1: You know, you know who, and this will take maybe both of you back. You know, who does have a little dark Brandon in them is a man named Bill. (laughs) who you would walk in to corner drugstore and he would smile (laughs) and pour you the most delicious phosphate. But the moment you got on a basketball court, that mf was going to elbow you in the, in the throat over and over until you
2: yep. quit. That's the kind of president we need. I, I don't know how old he was when he played with us. When he I was, was 100 then. Yeah. Or or he was like 55. Right. <laughs> you know? But he seemed so old to a, to a little teenager. Oh, but my dude, God. That guy was, he, he was good. He, he, was, he was He could hold his own playing Hell ball. Hell, yeah.
1: Hell, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, anyway, that's what I just thought of. So, uh, so moving on back to our old friend Donald Trump. Is uh, this we texted a little bit about Trump to appear at a CNN town hall? Okay, so it's a little different because he's set to participate in a CNN town hall where he will take questions from New Hampshire Republicans and undeclared voters. Trump is running for president in 2024, despite facing multiple criminal criminal charges, including allegations. Of falsifying business records and sexual assault. Interesting. Uh, my first question was um, why why CNN doesn't why Town Hall CNN? What's the agenda there?
2: I can start on this. Yeah. So, okay. In a perfect world, I don't think any. In, in my opinion, I don't think anybody should give somebody who's who's. Proven to be as, um, I don't know. I, There's we, a lot of words you could pick there. Th- yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I'm trying to figure out a nice way to say it, but abrasive. I, I wish CNN would not give him a platform. You know, I, I feel like all he cares about is being the center of attention, and they're just giving it to him. You know, and I don't like that. Right. That being said, we live in a capitalistic society, and CNN is about appeasing the shareholders, and yeah. with Fox. You know, firing Tucker Carlson and and trying to maybe steal away voters from Fox, they they're doing this by by giving Trump a platform on CNN. So this is a a brilliant capitalistic uh, move by CNN. So I I get that and I I don't support it, but I I get why they would do it. Um, that being said, I it's he, he's already sucking the life out of politics, sucking the life out of just America and giving him a, a, a legitimate platform to be able to air his grievances seems like it's going to backfire against them. Like Trump is, I think smarter than CNN in a way, you know, and now he has this platform to be able to say all the bullshit he wants to say and get people who may not agree with him to agree with him. Um, even if it's a small minority it's it, it could be something that could affect the country and i i don't i don't love it but i think cnn is making a calculated business decision and it's maybe good for them it's See, good my, for cnn and good for trump not yeah, good for me
1: my initial thought was let's roll out the red carpet and let this fucking idiot go make an ass out of himself yet again
2: i think a lot of people are going <sighs> to I don't know if a lot of people are going to think they're making an ass out of him. Yeah. You know, like it just, it worries me that there's a lot of people on the left that probably don't see all the bullshit he says. And there's a lot of people on the right that don't see all the negative sides to Trump. Um, and this is just giving, it's it's just airing out everything. And maybe that's, you know, free speech, whatever, like everyone should see everything and we should just come to our own conclusions. But he's proven to be a, master manipulator yeah. of the media. And I'm not sure where I stand on this. I'm excited to watch it. I'm as, as a, a, a interested party. I'm very excited to see what hat, you know, what he has to say and how CNN's going to push him. And also Caitlin Collins is going to be the one interviewing him. She's got a checkered past too. You know, like I don't remember what news organization she worked for, but she's got some pretty nefarious tweets out there that exist. Or that used to exist. I don't know if she's cleared him up, but I don't know if she's going to push him as hard as I think he deserves to be pushed.
0: Right. See, I, I guess I see everything you're saying. I feel like I stand slightly differently. Trump said he's not going to debate anyone this, you know, this next election, and Biden has basically got the the DNC, you know, behind him, so he's not. Nobody's going to fight him. Like I think the more our politicians or you know possible politicians get up in front of the public and talk and state you know their stance and their policies and it's good you know i i don't want it to just be people just voting down i'm gonna vote r i'm gonna vote red i'm gonna vote blue like i i i think it's i kind of think it's good that people will see him i guess you know and not just vote blindly i guess do
2: you think he's actually going to say one policy he supports
0: well that's a different question i I don't know but assuming that's what he's up there for i would hope so but if he's just up there
2: if we were in normal times i would say yeah let's let's uh support um all the candidates that are on the right and let's cnn show all of them but it's he's not a normal politician and i don't feel like he's a good faith actor on the right um I, I would love to see a an actual so I, so I would love to see a debate between him and DeSantis. I'd love to see a debate between uh, the yeah. winner of them and Biden or Buttigieg or the DeS- or, uh, uh, Gavin Newsom or whatever. I'd love mm-hmm. to see that, but we don't live in the time. We live in the time where it's more about Trump saying that any legitimate process is quote-unquote illegitimate so he's just not going to partake in it and his supporters are going to be like yeah fucking deep state whatever or you know the media is is out to get him We, we live in a state where it's all about um grievances and culture war bullshit and you can't trust whatever and that just that delegitimizes anything that america has going for it and cnn giving him a platform seems like it's only going to Delegitimize anything that he's he stands for, or it's going to give him a platform to just fucking blatantly lie. Yeah. I don't know. I, I could be proven wrong, and I'm I'm very curious to see what he has to say. Maybe he'll come out there and, and actually have a platform, but I don't see him having a platform right now. I see him talking about the election being stolen. I see him talking about the Eugene Carroll rape case where he he yeah. was um, yeah. not not convicted, but he was uh, he was held accountable for the fact that not that it was a rape, but it, that that he was. Um, I don't remember what the term is, but, um, he was, he was held accountable. Like basically he lost the EJ Jane Carol Ray case. Um, I just, I see him, This is a platform for him to just talk about his grievances and that I, I don't, I don't feel like CNN should give him a platform.
0: If that's what it is, I a hundred percent agree with you, but as a political candidate, if that's what it's about, I, I think it's good, but yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Do we know,
1: do we know when that's happening?
2: Uh, like a week from tomorrow, I think.
1: Oh, okay. All
2: so right, get you, get today's your the ninth. Yeah. So I could be wrong. Maybe it's maybe it's tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. But it's I think it's a Wednesday coming up soon. Okay.
1: Cool. Cool. Uh, what do you uh, are We back to Tucker here. <laughs> Tucker is uh, after recent news itching to host his own GOP debate, starring Trump. Believe it or not, Trump may skip both of the first two Republican presidential primary debates, according to the New York Times. Meanwhile, Tucker Carlson is reportedly considering moderating his own primary debate that isn't beholden to the Republican National Committee and has discussed the idea with Trump. Carlson reportedly wants a prominent, quote, a prominent voice in the 2024 election cycle. And is reportedly willing to forfeit the remainder of his Fox News contract, with which runs until twenty twenty four. I am not sure about productivity, but entertainment value that could get interesting, huh?
2: I think Tucker's got a big enough yeah. audience and presence in conservative media that this this could be a real thing. He would be um, licking
1: his chops, I would think.
2: Yeah, right. I, I wonder, you know, what kind of um, NDA or non compete whatever, like that he's signed that mm-hmm. could stop him from doing this. But he, it seems like uh, some of the, the stuff I've read is that Fox is scared that he could like attempt to burn Fox down to the ground, you know, like yeah. his, uh scorched earth mentality. Um, and if he does, I think he's got a lot of sway on the conservative side of things, especially in the, the, like, I think, I think Tucker thinks of himself as a populist. I don't, but I think on the conservative populist side of things, he's yeah. got, a ton of power and i think this could be a, a big thing and if if trump sides with him i think they could be a pretty hefty team
1: is that the hope
2: for me or for for, no,
1: for <laughs> all of them i guess i guess for tucker because you know if he's going into it thinking i know this guy's an asshole and is a dipshit but if we get on the same page
2: we could do some damage type thing i think there's a lot of people on on both sides that believe that a populist mindset is is pretty enticing yeah um i yeah i I think this could be a, a a pretty big thing for the right side's version of populism yes
0: yeah so i i didn't actually read this one ahead of time so i'm i'm going into this conversation blind i missed this apparently but the it says he's reportedly considering moderating his own primary debate that isn't beholden to the RNC. Mm -hmm. I think that's the key part to me.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that's really, really interesting because RNC, DNC, like I I don't, (laughs) they shouldn't be the ones making all the decisions. And that's what's happening right now. Basically, whoever they support one of those two wins, you know, Bernie can't win. If, if Trump is the candidate on the RNC, DeSantis can't win. Literally. It's whoever the RNC or the, whoever the DNC. So, I guess I think I kind of like this (laughs) for America, that it 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 kind of makes the the major committees out there less important or less effective or less critical to to this. I don't know, like, let's say, for example, I don't know who on the left. Let's say Jon Stewart did this exact same thing and wanted to do Biden and Bernie or Biden and Newsom or whatever like that. And it's not—he's not beholden to the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. I would love that. I think that'd be amazing. So I kind of feel like this is their version of that, and maybe it's only good for voters, but I, I don't know.
1: I thought I, about as you're saying that from an, now, from tra- talking entertainment value. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, all right, Trump and Tucker get in there, but then there's a watch along with President Biden and you know somebody else in that in that <laughs> camp, and they do a little watch along feature like a sports game, like announcing it. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll put it in an email to, to all parties all <laughs> to see if I can produce that. But So no, the, part Jason, yeah.
2: the part that scares me about this is I agree with what you're saying, is I think the DNC and the RNC have way too much political control, right? And I, I've talked about this in the past. The duopoly is is ruining America. And, and maybe this is just my control issues, but I don't know if I trust Tucker to be the one in charge of the, the party that destroys it, you know, and, and maybe this is, again, this is my bias, but I, and, and Tucker has his own thing, but I think Tucker is really going hard on, um, on the wrong stuff. I, I don't want to get too deep into it, but I, I don't know if I trust Tucker to be the leader of the movement that destroys the duopoly you know, uh, but I get, I get what you're saying, Justin, if, if it was Jon Stewart, I'd be like, hell yeah, this is a great idea. I just, I don't trust, trust Tucker. I don't, I don't trust anyone that's like that. I don't trust Glenn Beck. I don't trust, um, you know, uh, fucking any of those people, you know, anyone that's, that's out there to, I feel like they're, they're out there to make a buck. They're not out there to actually make a movement. And I feel like too many people are are easily swayed by the wrong thing and i think tucker's the wrong thing that's my
0: i mean the right would disagree with john stewart doing it right so like that you know we say yes to john stewart we say no to you know i think it's who do we need to find like keanu reeves to do it jack black somebody that's loved by both sides (laughs) like (laughs) like i I don't know like i'm joking obviously but like nobody that does this on the right we're going to agree with nobody that does it on the left the right's going to agree with
2: I I mean I I disagree with that. I think if it was a different time and let's pretend the movement was around John McCain, you know, I think I would have supported someone like that. But we we live in a in a <sighs> Tucker is not John McCain. Tucker is uh to me a fake actor. He's he's somebody who and uh, there's been text messages that prove that what he says on air is not yeah. what he believes. Yeah. So he is not. That's why Fox
0: got sued, anyway. Yeah,
2: and that's why he was fucking fired. You know, like,
0: well, presumably,
2: uh, yeah, pretty, yeah. Um, I just there, I, I could support a Republican movement. I can't support a Tucker movement. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, you say you say uh, John McCain, for example, and I'm I'm in this spot. Like, I think John McCain was a warmonger. I liked him as a like he was to some extent empathetic i loved how he treated obama as not just like you know the like somebody he wanted to kill but just as somebody has different political beliefs you know i love that statement from him but he's a warmonger i part of me likes trump better than john mccain for what it's worth interesting as a politician not as a person as a politician
2: yeah i mean i can see that this is all subjective um i just I don't know if I don't feel like Tucker is an honest actor in this. I agree with that. So, hundred percent agree. So, for him being the face or or the the CEO of the movement behind what's you know what Mm -hmm. could happen, that seems really scary to me. And I I feel like America is built on the foundation that would allow him to become the face of it, and that seems especially terrifying to me.
1: And I mean, there's also the other hand, like if say it does happen, say it goes well, is there a, a, a precedent being set here for what works and other people will try it, other characters in the in the future yeah. or characters that are already out there?
2: It's it's the movie idiocracy. I mean, yeah. it's it's basically showing that all we care about is celebrity and mm-hmm. and entertaining TV and yeah. the fact that we can't elect people based on merit instead of based on um, bombasticism is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it is now, right? Um, it's it's that, and I I think we as an electorate are stupid for fucking allowing what's happening to happen on both sides, on mm-hmm. on the left and the right. I don't think Biden should fucking be in there because Biden is Methuselah, um, and I don't think Trump should be in there because he's a fucking dipshit. You know, like yeah. we we yeah. suck as an American electric and electric. I can't say the word. God damn it. Um, yeah. e- electorate. <laughs> we got um, but like we need to do better as as a voting populace. And we're, we're just we're dropping the ball big time.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I do think it's the RNC and DNC. Like whoever they put up is <laughs> the candidate. Well, yeah. We're, we're not f- we like it or not. We're
2: forced into that. That's why yeah. if we got to rank choice voting or a star voting or something like that, mm. we would have a little more flexibility. Like uh-huh. um, we, we've talked J- Justin, you and I've talked, but like, I, I absolutely do not want to vote for Trump and I absolutely do not want to vote for Biden going forward, but we're pretty much forced to do that. If I yeah. wanted to vote for, you know, fucking RFK junior, if I want to vote for Marianne Williamson, it's, it's throwing my vote away. It means nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that sucks ass. You know, I, yeah. I should be able to vote for who I want to vote for without, without feeling guilty, but mm-hmm. I can't do that right now. Right. And we, we need to fix that.
0: And the right, if Trump is the RNC candidate, like Trump can't vote. I mean, the right can't vote for DeSantis. Mm -hmm. That's not fair to them either. Like that's the fact that DeSantis could ruin Trump's, there aren't the the rights chance or Trump Mm can ruin the rights chance because they're going to split their vote. That's bad.
2: Well, but so, so, but I don't see DeSantis becoming an independent in this. Like they can vote for him in the primary, but whoever loses the primary is probably going to bow out Unless your name is Trump. If your name is Trump, you're probably going to be an independent. I I can't see Trump not being in the general election. But if you're Marion Williamson or RFK Jr. or Biden or whoever, you're pretty much going to bow out if you don't win the primary of the team that you're on.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. I agree.
2: I don't know. It just but, it sucks yeah. having the duopoly, and we need to fix the duopoly because the duopoly duopoly sucks. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. A lot of problems out there to solve, fellas. But mm-hmm. we're gonna wrap things up for tonight. Uh, we typically like to jump into a little wind down segment, something with a little levity to, to to bring some lightness to the air. Um, this one came from me. I had a funny um, discussion with some people about this, and it is: what is the store that you go into and always end up? Impulse buying more than you intended when going in.
0: <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind too. I feel like I'm not
1: proud of it. At but... least
0: two of us will be the same. I don't. I could be wrong.
1: I can go. 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 Mine um, in recent times in life has been Menards.
2: <laughs>
1: People don't realize all the stuff that they have there. So I might be going in maybe a home project and I need some some floating shelving that costs $25. And next thing you know, I'm up there with a machete and, uh, you know, a, <laughs> a drywall level and a bag of gummy bears and the frozen pizza. You know, it every single time never fails.
0: That pizza at Menards? Dude,
1: people don't, that's why people made fun of me <laughs> for staying at Menards. But if you don't know the breadth that they have to offer in the food section, oh my God. And if you have a pet, forget about it
2: i don't know if they have all that down here <laughs> oh. so menards is relatively new within the last 10 years yeah. down okay. in st louis i don't know if they have all that but i agree that's yeah my that, local that, that's menards is legit how
0: about
2: Jeez. you guys what do you got justin
0: oh mine is costco not even a oh question. yeah so maybe that's too <laughs> low-hanging fruit i don't know but that's no. Every single time. I go there for one usually maybe <laughs> a few things. I'll walk out with six hundred dollars oh, yeah. every time.
2: It's oh, cool. ridiculous. I think mine is probably Harbor Freight. Um Harbor I uh, freight. I fancy myself a DIY type guy, you know. Like I, I try to do stuff around the house, woodworking and just general home stuff. Mm-hmm. And Harbor Freight is so cheap that you go in there for for one thing and everything is so fucking inexpensive that i end up buying an extra like except that bad. items. yeah yeah <laughs> like well, i could i could buy that crescent wrench that i already have 12 of for you right. know you know <laughs> 250 um mm-hmm. so i think harbor freight is probably my my
0: i've never answer. been there it's right like down the
2: street dude it's like right there <laughs> oh no you know where you're going this weekend yeah
0: Never been there in my life.
1: Build some yeah. stuff. No, that's good. Good stuff, fellas. All right, everybody, hit us up again populaspod at gmail.com anytime. Thank you for listening. Uh, Jason, Justin, have a good rest of your week. Cheers. Love you.
0: Cheers. Love you too. Love you, Hope guys. you feel better, Mark. I feel better, Mark.